0: Hey guys, it's Heather, and Trish and I are back with more tips showing you how we're surviving this pandemic. And I'm Trish.
1: As we've shared, Heather and I are two fit models with near-identical size 6 body measurements. We've been paid to maintain those measurements under contract for the span of 20-plus years.
0: We're writing a book called Paid to Be Perfect to share what we've learned over those 20-plus years in an effort to help you find your own version of perfect. We hope our book will be out later this year, but in the meantime, we're sharing what works for us right now.
1: In today's podcast, we'll share our pandemic wellness and mindset habits while staying at home. Heather, let's get to it.
0: So I'll get us started by sharing a couple of my favorite wellness and mindset habits, ones that I've especially leaned on during this pandemic. The first one is as simple and straightforward as it gets. Listen to music. Music therapy is real, and I know this, and I love music, but I didn't necessarily use it as often as I'm doing now as an actual habit until this pandemic hit because you just need more tools in these times when you're not going anywhere, or at least I do. The main reason I've been doing it as a habit now is to not hear the evening news, which my husband listens to. I personally can't take any more news conferences and endless speeches. I just, I can't right now. I can't watch the news and be expected to be in a good mood. I know this, I'll get the highlights at some point but I can't sit and watch politicians babble on and on without it affecting me negatively. But we're both in the house and it's on and rather than let that be my background noise I just put on my headphones, turn on Spotify and I'm instantly in a better mood than I would be if I were listening to the news. And it's not just for the news. There was one Sunday afternoon in particular that my husband was grumpy and tried to start an argument with me. And rather than engage in someone else's bad mood and turn it into a big thing, I turned my headphones on and danced by myself in the kitchen while making dinner. My mood instantly changed from feeling annoyed to feeling pretty amazing. And it was literally just my headphones and the music that made all the difference in enjoying my evening and changing the feeling of being claustrophobic and annoyed to feeling pretty good. So now I know during this pandemic, news shows or a bad mood from myself or from anyone else equals music on. I mean, we all love our people, but my first tip is if your people are getting on your nerves and you can't escape your house and there's too much noise from the television or too many conversations, put your headphones on and you've immediately created your own space. Even if you don't have a house full, but instead you're by yourself and feeling alone, it still uplifts you and changes your energy. I've done a couple of sound baths and they were describing at one of them how notes and sounds affect water. And because our bodies average about 60% water, that's why we feel the effect as well. So just like the weather can change your mood and your whole outlook for the day, music can be a game changer and you don't have to wait for mother nature or anyone else to cooperate. So put on your headphones as soon as you get that feeling that you're over it or you need a lift the next thing I do is my thing. It's my starred and highlighted point of all points. And I wouldn't share it with you if I didn't wholeheartedly believe in it. I meditate. I do transcendental meditation twice a day, every day. And I have for 20 years this summer, it was a birthday gift I gave myself. And it's the best money I've ever spent in my life. I honestly don't know what I would do or who I'd be if I didn't have my daily meditation practice. It's helped me in so many ways over the years, deal with difficult things and difficult times. My son, Luke, has known since he was a baby that mommy meditates twice a day, every day for 20 minutes. And you might think that sounds like a lot of time, and you could never have the time. But on a busy day, just like exercise, a regular meditation practice actually gives you the energy and mindset you need to get through it all. If you spent 20 minutes or more browsing on social media or online shopping like I do or any other distracting things, then you can find 20 minutes to meditate if you want to. Anyone can. It just depends if you want to or not. So you can get up a little early and sit up in bed right where you are and do it. It's such a great way to start the day if you're a morning person or even if you're not, and I'm not. Um, And then you pick another time in the evening to have 20 minutes to sit and just be. The reason I do it is because simply put, it feels good. And I know I'm getting benefits way beyond that. It's hard for me to keep this brief to explain what happens during meditation. And even if if I could, every meditation is different and every meditator is different, but I can give you an example of an actual physical experience I had during TM about 19 years ago, a year or so after I started. Trish, I think you'll Remember the story about when my husband Jeff and I were in Bali on vacation and we were robbed at Knife Point while riding on a motorbike. It was crazy. Jeff was crazy. driving. Yeah, it was, it was nuts. Um, Jeff was driving and I was on the back of the bike with a purse across my body and the other motorbike drove right up beside us, grabbed the strap and started sawing with a knife on the back strap while we were riding. Jeff took off to the right just as the strap was sawed through and we wrecked. I ended up with a lot of road rash, stitches, and a deep wound on my right arm from a metal bracelet that got ripped off when we hit the ground. Yeah, I mean, the whole experience just sucked. Uh, The wound hurt so much. It just throbbed and throbbed. When I lay down at night, when I tried to hold it up over my head, it continually throbbed for several days straight, even when I tried to sleep. I noticed right away that the only time it wasn't throbbing, the only time it wasn't uncomfortable, and the only time like it just felt okay was when I was meditating. For me, that was what Oprah Winfrey calls an aha moment. I just got how much TM slowed my heart rate, slowed my breathing, and made everything okay for a bit, despite the fact that I was all beat up mentally and physically. And I also had to go back home and model with my arm all scraped up to hell, which was horrible. <laughs> I and remember he, that. I know.
1: I was like, ah, like he got home. beat up in a back alley. <laughs> I <know.
0: laughs> oh, and I felt that way too. Um, I just knew after that experience how much meditation helped me, and that TM would be a part of my life forever. So fast forward to now, for me, TM is like brushing my teeth twice a day every day. I'm not as big of a schedule person as Person as Trish's, but I do have daily habits, and TM is one of my most importantly, important daily habits, if not the most important habit. I highly recommend TM to anyone everywhere. There are TM instructors all over the world. Carrie Davis, hi, Carrie, is my instructor here in Columbus, and he's amazing. The TM Center here um, is in a really cool place called Gravity, located downtown in Franklinton, and they have weekly group meditations as well. And once you become a TM meditator, you can meditate at any center all over the world, which is cool. But more than anything, I recommend Meditation Period. TM is my path, but I just I recommend Meditation Period. You can get free meditation apps. Um, Oprah and Deepak have a free 21-day meditation that I love. There's an app called Headspace. You can find any app or just simply close your eyes and breathe. I know it's a huge departure from our culture of doing and going nonstop, but it's invaluable in so many ways that you can discover for yourself if you try it. So that's my meditation tip. Just meditate, try it because it's good for you and because it feels good too. maybe start with the free apps and then see what else is out there that resonates with you. Because having a clear head in these times is really the best thing I think that you could possibly do for yourself and meditation can help get you there. So Trish, before I pass the mic over to you, I want to share something about you that I think everyone (laughs) listening should know before you start talking about mindset. So despite your pretty blonde head and your super sweet demeanor, um, despite your overall gentle and kind nature, I think a fun, cool fact about you is that you are a real life G.I. Jane. (laughs) Jane. And we do talk about this in our yet-to-be-published book, but before you get into your mindset tips, maybe you could tell everyone a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, so I straight out of high school decided that I wanted more in my life. I wanted to get out of my small town because I knew that uh, I wanted a bigger life than what my small town could give me. So I enlisted in the Army because, honestly, my... My parents didn't prepare for a college education for me. I did not academically prepare and get scholarships. So I went to the army as a way to, uh, as a path to college. And while they are, I found my husband. So it was such a blessing still together after all these
0: years. But you, were also, all the- you were also the leader of your troop. So, right. <laughs> I-
1: Well, I, I started as a private, as a, as an enlisted soldier, and I did become a squad leader and a platoon leader as the years passed. Yes. Right. Um, four years active duty. And then I actually, when I was here in Columbus, I, and we started fit modeling together, I was still in the army national guard and I'll never forget quick story before I go into mindset. Um, when the towers fell on nine 11, one of my memories is, we were both at express and mm-hmm. you said to me, what are you going to do? And it was only in that moment that I realized you're right. I have one year left in my term of service and I could really be on the front lines. And, um, uh, so it was, it was kind of a scary moment. Now I did, uh, my term of service did end before any type of Ohio army national guard deployment happened, but yes, that was definitely a part of my life that, um, there were ups and downs and struggles. And at that time, I didn't have professional development as a way to stay on track. Um, And now I have that in my life. And that is what uh, I want to talk about today and share with you. Because professional development is what I lean on now, um, on just an everyday basis, but also in times of struggle. I believe mindset is key to all that we want in life. And if we can just write our minds as heather was talking about if we can just write our minds everything else will follow i understand that we're in uncertain times right now with this pandemic and it's okay to be scared to be unsure and to feel anxious i know heather and i have both experienced some of those emotions since uh, this pandemic hit and we've shared that on prior podcasts if you haven't listened to those please do um, we, we still have to we get up and take action. We can't just sit in that state of depression or anxiety. Uh, but the question is like, how does one do that? Right. How do you get up and, and take charge of your life and do something about it? For me, regular personal development is the key. Personal development's helped me in everyday aspects of my life, but especially helps me in times of struggle like this. Uh, personal development is what helps me turn my mindset back into that positive, more productive direction. Now, if you historically have struggled with depression and anxiety and are having trouble pulling yourself out of that state, then please reach out to a professional for help. We are not doctors here at Paid to Be Perfect. We're just two fit model moms who are sharing what works for us and has worked for us to maintain our fit model measurements, and overall positive outlook on life for the span of the last 20 years. So uh, please, if you're struggling, reach out to someone for help. But try to follow these practices too because they've helped us and I think they can help you too. We're sharing our experience to help you stand up, take charge and start pushing play on your dreams and visions. Yes, we're in the middle of a pandemic, but it is possible to rise above and turn your problems into opportunities. I'm going to share with you some of uh, my personal development that I've listened to or read that has helped me to rise above my struggles and create a positive, more productive mindset. Let me start by asking you one personal question. Why are you where you are right now? Why are you struggling with balance or motivation or poor relationships? Why aren't you wealthier, healthier, happier, The answer is you. I'm sorry, but it's you. You failed to follow through and take 100% responsibility for your actions. But you're not alone. I found myself in the same situation. Early on in my marriage of now 25 years, we were struggling, hardcore struggling. I didn't understand why. Why wasn't he following that 50-50 rule that you hear so much about? You know, the one where you're told that everything should be, you'd put it, put in 50%. He puts in 50%. Well, I'm going to call bullshit on that rule because 50, 50, <laughs> doesn't work. It just doesn't work in any relationship, marriage, friendship, sisterhood. My marriage started to turn around when I discovered Darren Harding's 100% principle that teaches you to take 100% responsibility of your relationships, situation, and life. This changed my mindset around everything in life. And most importantly, my marriage. Darren explains that making excuses for why things are the way they are, are easy. Don't you agree? Excuses are easy. (laughs) We can all create a list of things that are wrong. External excuses for why they are the way they are. It usually has something to do with something someone else did to us or something that happened to us. What most people refuse to do is take responsibility, but not you. You're going to be the exception and own the problems. You can't let outside factors, situations, or people stand in the way of your success. You are responsible for your success or lack thereof. Here is, I'm going to explain a little bit about Darren's 100% formula that I follow, and I encourage you to follow it too, to take 100% responsibility for your life. All you have right now is due to these three things. So one, what have you, what you've done in your life? Number two, what you've not done in your life. But number three is the kicker because this is, um, these are the things that happen in life that we have no control over. Things like this pandemic or a tornado hitting your house. Number three is how you have responded to what's happened to you. You may not have control over what happens to you, but you do, yes, you do have control of how you respond to any situation in your life or any person in your life. Once you start blaming those people or those situations in your life, you will instantly be free to start creating the relationships, situations, and life of your dream. This was the formula I used to turn my marriage around. It's how I approach my fitness, my nutrition, my relationships with family and friends. And yes, how I responded to this pandemic. I'm 100% responsible for how I respond. For example, when I was furloughed from fit modeling and suddenly without income, that is the moment that Heather and I started, decided to start this Pay to Be Perfect podcast. This podcast fuels me preparing for it each week, seeing Heather uh, it, it keeps my mindset <laughs> positive. Oh, I'm gonna get a little emotional. <laughs> but I love is.
0: seeing your smiling face too. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, some other examples. I often get asked, "How do you stay motivated?" Honestly, my answer is, I'm not always motivated. In fact, I'm often not motivated. But I know this about myself, so I've set up safety nets. Right, I'm responding to things that happen to me and what I want in my life.
0: Um,
1: So for example, I don't like to wake up at 545. Honestly, who does? But I've, I've, so, but even, even with that knowledge, in fact, I still have gotten up every weekday and pressed play on my workout at 545 AM for years how do I do this? I've created a 5:45 a.m. virtual gym. I turn the lights on per se of the virtual gym. I.e., I have my laptop open and ready to go by 5:45 a.m. because I know other people are waiting on me. My fitness consistency has very little to do with motivation. It has to do with mindset and being 100% responsible for my actions. I know I'm not motivated on my own. I know it's hard to show up for myself sometimes, but I know I will show up for other people and I'll do it every single day. Just decide what, the, what you want and take 100% responsibility for making it happen. And I promise you will see a major shift in the direction of your dreams another quick resource uh, personal development resource that i recommend is called the miracle morning and actually it connects really nicely to what heather was talking about the books by Hal elrod it's a personal development book or i actually listened to it over audiobook it explains how to wake up each day with more energy motivation and focus and take your life to the next level It has six little parts in the practice. I'm not going to go into detail, but um, the basic parts are silence, affirmations, visualization, exercise, reading, and scribing. With the ultimate goal to improve your physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual well-being. Some of these Heather mentioned about uh, in her discussion about wellness. I'm not, again, not going to go into detail about it. um, Each of the parts in the Miracle Morning practice. Um, As that could be a totally separate podcast, maybe someday we'll do that. But I will say if you're looking for a way to hit the reset button on your mindset and would like a roadmap for how to get started, this personal development book could be for you. And I have many more personal development book recommendations that have helped me or someone I know. Um, And I'd be happy to provide you with that PDF list. I just recently created it, and Heather's going to add some of her favorites to it also. Uh, Just respond to this podcast and uh, share your email with us, and I'll send you the PDF, or one of us will no worries. We're not going to be sending you any spam. I promise. Just trying to help you find your own version of perfect. So rise above friends, transform your problems Mm -hmm. into opportunities. It's, you really just have to get up and get started. If you haven't achieved your dreams or on the path to, it's really honestly your own damn fault. So stand up, take responsibility, and do something about it. I believe in you. Your friends and family believe in you. Now you believe in you. Step into a new mindset, take 100% responsibility, create a plan and watch the magic happen. You have control over your destiny.
0: And
1: that's all I have today for Mm -hmm. mindsets. I'm going to hand it over to Heather so she could wrap it up and take us in.
0: Well, that was some good stuff. Thank you. Um, I am always inspired by you. The reason I brought up your military experience is because you know I know you, and I know that you sometimes struggle and have your own you know issues with motivating yourself. But you know I look at you and I see, oh my gosh, there's a superwoman. Um, and and it sometimes helps me to, to to know that you have that military experience as a basis, um, you know, for. For all your other stuff you know because I think like when you you get your mind right you get on a schedule you know it just helps you um with everything else and I don't know if that if that's how you can get up and you know you literally do about a whole day's worth of stuff before I'm even out of bed (laughs) I'm always looking at you like how did you get all that done already like who are you um so I just I just want to tell everyone you know Trish is a legit super mom. She's a super woman. I don't get nearly as much uh, as she does (laughs) done in a day. And I doubt I ever will. You're just, you're very inspiring and uh, you inspire me. And I love learning uh, from everything you do and watching you do it all. But I want everyone to know that I don't need to do it all or do it in the same way as you do. And neither does anybody else. And I'm perfectly content meditating from my little corner while you (laughs) burpee and box and food prep your way around me because I, I literally look at you sometimes like, how does she get all that done? I don't even know. It's amazing. But to, you do it because you work hard at it, you know, and you're just, you're trained to kind of be that way. And you've worked on yourself um, to be that way. And that's, that's why it happens because you, you know, you work on it. Each, so I love it.
1: Each person has a different journey. And I love the being that you are and that you meditate twice a day. <laughs> and I think that's the beauty of what we um have to bring to people and in helping other people find their perfect is that we have while we do a lot of things similar, there's still lots of things that we do differently. And it's been so much fun to see this combination come together. And um, I really think it'll be a nice way for people to kind of choose what they think is and try. Maybe choose and try one one method. If it doesn't work, try another method and to find again your own version of perfect
0: absolutely because everybody has their own path and everybody has to you know do what works well for them for sure Mm um before i close this out i will give you one more um thing that i've been doing like specifically during this pandemic to help my mindset and it's really just adding a thought Um, when you're bummed out about something, when something's upsetting you, you, you can't not think of that thing. You can't just immediately like change your mind and not think of it. It's like when someone says, you know, don't think of a pink elephant, you're (laughs) going to immediately think of a pink elephant. So you don't try to change your thought. You add a thought. So, For example, when I'm bummed out about the uh, Italy trip that we were supposed to have this month, um, I add the thought of the time in Florida we had in late February with our family right before before this whole thing started. Um, And it changes to me feeling so lucky that we had that trip versus FOMO of the Italy trip that may or may not happen. Um, another example is when I'm sad about Luke's last year of elementary school and that it was cut short, not being able to take pictures, I add the thought of all the graduating singers that, you know, and how how they must feel. Or I add the thought of something cute Luke did while staying at home, like when he was making finger puppets in the sun on the garage, last week, which was beautiful, and I just sat there and watched it because I didn't have any place else to be. Or this Bob Ross painting he did and all the extra time we have for those at-home memories that we're creating instead of fighting rush hour to get to the next activity. Um, another example is if Jeff is getting on my last nerve, which happens often, I try to remember to add the thought about him always losing his sunglasses. Um, he's got these turquoise women's sunglasses he's now wearing regularly that he got from the lost and found at our <laughs> restaurant. It just always makes me laugh because he looks ridiculous and has random lost his <laughs> sunglasses. So he's <laughs> getting on my nerves. I just think of him in those turquoise sunglasses and it kind of just shifts my mood a little. Um because we can't go anywhere. We need these tools now because you know, just until we can, you know, move around and have some more space. Um and one last, you know, main example is as restaurant owners, our businesses in day to day make it work mode. So I add the thought, OK, well, we had another restaurant fail years ago with huge financial setbacks. And I know now in hindsight that some really great things happen because of those setbacks that would have never happened otherwise. And I now appreciate that entire experience. And I, I feel like this might be something similar that, you know, years, years past and we're like, wow, that was fantastic. But right now it's just really <laughs> difficult. So my main takeaway tip for all of this really is uh, during these times, try to become aware of the things that trigger you all well at home. For me, one main thing is the news and then figure out, is there a way to avoid that? If you can't avoid it, what's your plan to help yourself switch gears and then use whatever tools you have really, including finding a great therapist or leaning on a good friend or crying when you need to, getting extra sleep when you need to, Or just changing it up somehow, Um, or use one of my favorites like listening to music, meditating, and especially when you're down, adding a new thought to think of at least one thing that you are thankful for. Oprah says find five things every day to be thankful for, but these are pandemic times. So I think one is good for now. And just focus on that one thing and let your perspective shift. Believe me, I know it's hard sometimes, but. If you're sitting at home waiting to be happy or find some kind of peace when this is all over, then you've got it wrong. I keep reminding myself that when our doors open up, life is still going to be very different. There will be economic fallout and coronavirus and who knows what's in store. So the trick is to use this time to find your wellness and a proper mindset now. And again, maybe that's one of the main reasons we're all in this position, to slow down and to figure things out for a minute i feel like this whole thing will end up similar to when you're in a traffic jam and you're pissed off because it's making you late and then when you get to the end of it you see a bad car wreck and you're suddenly thankful that you're safe despite being late um in any case you can't control the traffic you can't control the government you can't control the news you can't control the virus you can't control people but you can control yourself and this awareness is the basis the groundwork for all of the nutrition, fitness, and wellness habits, and all the other good things that you decide to do for you. We named our book Paid to Be Perfect because we're paid to be the perfect size six, but know that our lives aren't perfect. We struggle too, and we need help sometimes too, but there is perfection in the process. And in that way, we are perfect, and so are all of you. So to close this out, we want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts for listening to our pay to be perfect podcast pandemic edition. Sharing with all of you has helped us focus our attention on something good. And we've loved starting this podcast and look forward to creating more.
1: Know that this is just our roadmap. What works for us, but you're you. So take from us what feels right and just make it your own. However that looks for you, especially during these ever-changing times. If you want to hear more, please like and follow our "Paid to be perfect. And let us know if you want us to send you that PDF of our list of personal development resources. Have a great day.